We have for you breaking news right now. Justin Trudeau, the Prime Minister of Canada, is currently sitting down with members of the trucker protest to negotiate a resolution to this whole thing right now. We're going, we're switching over to you live from footage directly inside the Canadian White House where those talks are going on right now. We're going to build a new Canada, see? And I, Justin Trudeau, am not prepared to let truckers get in our way. And who do you think's going to care? The people? Statistics show that nobody gives a crap about freedom anymore. It's overrated. And we're going to take control of everything. <laughs> Why does he suddenly sound like Al Pacino in Devil's Advocate? Oh, I'm much worse than the devil. I'm the Canadian devil. <laughs> oh, dear God, it's the Canadian devil. Beelzebub. You discovered my plan, but too late. Now the souls of all Canadians belong to me. Oh, no. Oh, what have I done? <laughs> Apparently, uh, Justin Trudeau is the Canadian devil. Who knew? And it's called the land of the brave. The whole world knows our name. One Hello and welcome to the Woke is Broke podcast. I'm your host, as always, Joshua Stanko. And, uh, you, you know, I have to say it is remarkable just how quickly things have escalated with our neighbors to the north. Um, it's, it's really freaking crazy. I mean, how unreasonable it is for people to say that we don't want the government mandating that we take a vaccine if we're sitting alone in a giant semi-truck for thousands of miles. How crazy is it that the government refuses to let people live that sort of way, despite the fact that all the provinces are dropping their vaccine mandates at this point anyways? Literally everyone else doesn't have to have a vaccine mandate except for the truckers right now. It's remarkable how that works. And you know, it, it's just, it's just the, the escalation into totalitarianism up there is truly remarkable. And I know some people say, oh, conservative shouting about totalitarianism, that's hyperbole. Is it? Is it? I mean, Justin Trudeau just announced that he is enacting the Emergencies Act. And what is that? Well, it basically lets the government decide that it's God to all of its citizens. You get to suspend travel, right? You get to force essential businesses, right, to do your bidding. Meaning that if there's a tow truck company that maybe agrees with the truckers and doesn't want to tow the trucks, right, the government can then forcibly mandate those companies to go and remove these trucks against their will. But don't worry, don't worry, they'll be compensated for that, according to Justin Trudeau. And what else does it mean? It means that banks can freeze the accounts of anyone and everyone involved in this protest right now. Just, just to put this in perspective for you, imagine, if you will, that I took $200 out of my personal account and sent it to Pro-Life Bank which is an up-and-coming bank, uh, 
honestly, I'm pretty excited about it. All the proceeds of this bank are going to pro-life causes. But let's just say I donate $200 to pro-life bank. And the banks have reason to believe, or, or suspect rather, that certain people who have worked at this bank, or are affiliated with it, or who frequent it, are somehow tied up with people who uh, uh, assault uh, Planned Parenthood employees. And then they just freeze my account out of that suspicion. No warrant, no warrant, no legality, no real authority, but all of my money that I pay my rent with, all of my money that I run this show with, that's just gone. It's gone. Why? Because a bank suspected I was, I was using it to donate to a pro-life bank. That's what's going on in Canada right now. If a bank suspects that money that a person is receiving or sending has anything to do with the trucker protest right now, thanks to the Emergencies Act, they can just freeze your account. They can lock you out of your funds. Here is the Prime Minister, the King of Canada, Justin Trudeau, talking about that right now. After discussing with Cabinet and Caucus, after consultation with Premiers from all provinces and territories, after speaking with opposition leaders, the federal government has invoked the Emergencies Act to supplement provincial and territorial capacity to address the blockades and occupations. I want to be very clear. The scope of these measures will be time-limited, geographically targeted, as well as reasonable and proportionate to the threats they are meant to address. The Emergencies Act will be used to strengthen and support law enforcement agencies at all levels across the country. Well, you'll give this them the authority to act like jackbooted thugs and shut down the dissent that you don't want anyone to hear? And restoring confidence in our institutions. We cannot and will not allow illegal and dangerous activities to continue. The Emergencies Act will also allow the government to make sure essential services are rendered, for example, in order to tow vehicles blocking roads. In addition, financial institutions will be authorized or directed to render essential services to help address the situation, including by regulating and prohibiting the use of property to fund or support illegal blockades. We're not suspending fundamental rights or overriding the Charter of Rights and Freedoms. Baloney. We are not limiting people's freedom of speech. We are not limiting freedom of peaceful assembly. We are not preventing people from exercising their right to protest legally. Baloney. We are reinforcing the principles values and institutions that keep all Canadians free. You know, I, I've got to say that the most infuriating part of that announcement was just the, the smug little smile. You could just barely see it. Just the, the smug smirk he had on his face the entire freaking time. What a freaking worm. It's really hard not to swear about that piece of crap, but freaking a what a worm. You know... This is how it starts. This is how it always starts, right? People saying, you, you know, wow, could you be against the, uh, the the mandatory gun buyback program in Australia? You know, do you want more people to die? No, it's just, you know, historically speaking, when something like that happens, it leads to really ugly things. Oh, that'll never happen. 
Not even two years later, the government in Australia is ripping people out of their homes and shipping them out to camps, arresting them on the spot if they attempt to flee. So this, I'm gonna give you a warning, yeah? It's an official warning that you have to stand above and obey the rules while you get, yeah? And that's, we have to go to the rules again. I don't care. So am I allowed to go to the laundry? You're allowed to go to the laundry, but you gotta wear a mask, yeah? Yeah, righto. Yeah. And you definitely can't go up to fencing rails, but you're allowed to go to the laundry, yeah? That's always been the case, yeah? Right, so if I was sitting just here, which is right near the fence, why are these guys in a cabin that's right near the fence? It makes no sense, does it? Yeah, but you can't leave your balcony to go to the fence to talk to somebody else. That's just obvious, yeah? So if I was at that balcony... Make sense. It is. We always say there has to be lines everywhere drawn, yeah? And one of the lines is you cannot leave your balcony and you cannot go to someone else. Where it makes no sense, where it doesn't seem right to you, that is the line, and that's what the law is, yeah? And that's how it goes, yeah? The law. What well, a show direction. There's a law that says show that. direction, yep. There's a show direction, yeah? And how the behaviour must be done, especially in this area, because it's much more highly infectious and likely to have infected people, yeah? Highly infectious when all of us people are negative. So, that's a risk. so far, the risk is still very high, yeah? <laughs> but while you're here, can we just do that? Otherwise, the next time it's a $5,000 fine, and we don't want to do that. It's a $5,000 fine, $5, fine if what? If, if you breach again. If if I walk out onto that path. Without your mask on, if without reason, I'm on the road. If I cross that yellow line. The rule, saying that you've broken the rule. You've... That I've broken the rule, I will be issued with a $5,000 fine. That's correct. Right. Okay. I could have, we could even do that now, but we're giving the warning first. Have a chat with you because it's a big fine. Rather just do the right thing, yeah? Like I said, I'm not here to fight with you. Yeah. I don't want to fight with you. Yeah. I just want everybody to do the right thing and yeah. unfortunately it's my job to make sure they do. I don't care. The ins and outs. I've got nothing to do with me. I'm just here to make sure the rules are here. Yeah. 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 Right? Same thing happened in Cuba, right? Mandatory gun confiscation, right? And things worked out great for them over there. The government announces some sort of an emergency. We have an emergency of crime. We have an emergency of gun violence. We have an emergency of racism. We have an emergency of, of an illness, right? And they seize these unilateral power, th this unilateral power totally for themselves and just inflict it on everyone. They decide for everyone because it's an emergency, they have that right. They don't have that right. They don't have that right. That's fascism up the wazoo. That's what that is. The Emergencies Act. It's never even been used before. And yet we're supposed to believe that it has to be used now. It has to be used now because these people are the equivalent to what? Al-Qaeda? Right? Yeah, Justin Trudeau out there during the BLM riots, right? Bending a knee to the crowd. That was totally fine. Billions of dollars of property damage. Thousands of officer casualties, right? Black homes, black businesses, black churches being burned to the ground. Right? People's lives being unilaterally ruined. That was totally fine. That was totally acceptable. But truckers protesting, again, a vaccine mandate, despite them being alone in the cabin of a semi-truck for thousands of miles, not being around anybody, them not being on board with that, that's terrorism right there. We need to enact the Emergencies Act. We need to take their jobs away. We need to take all their money away. We need to illegally take their fuel away. We need to tow their trucks away. We need to shut down roads. We need to force essential businesses into helping us quash these people whose grave crime is dissenting the government. And he says in that, 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 that little speech of his, that little announcement, that he wants to restore trust in our institutions. By shutting up anybody who disagrees with the institution? That makes freaking sense. See, to a leftist, 
trust in the institution just means anybody who disagrees with me either goes to jail or keeps their mouth shut or goes to jail for not keeping their mouth shut. That's trust in the institution. It's not actually working, putting in the legwork. It's not actually going out there and doing your job. It's not actually working with people, making compromises, sitting down with the truckers, right, trying to address their concerns, trying to come to some sort of mutual understanding, mutual agreement, right? It's not any of that. It's do what I say, and if not, I'll quash you. I'll step on you like a bug. And then when you can't speak anymore, then we have trust in our institutions. Said literally every fascist bastard throughout history. Throughout history. This is absolutely insane what's going on up there. And I know I crack jokes about Canada, and I'll say it again because it's really, really easy. Um, but honest to God, honest to God, this is scary stuff. This is absolutely scary stuff. And, and you know, people, people say, oh, you know, it's just in Canada. Just in Canada. It's just, just our neighbors to the north. Everything that happens in Canada somehow bleeds its way back down here. It usually starts in states like Washington, uh, California, New York, right? All the transgender stuff that started off in Canada bled its way into our society. You don't think that this will as well? You don't think that the blue states that were hell-bent on vaccine mandates, that were hell-bent on telling you you have to stay in your home and be afraid. You need to be afraid. You can't do anything. You can't go anywhere unless, of course, you're protesting, sorry, uh, protesting by burning buildings to the ground with the BLM movement. Then you could go out of your house and be rowdy and awful and horrible and evil, right? But otherwise, you have to stay in your home. You don't think that those people who are setting down those fascistic rules for their citizens that if they had the ability to do that on the federal level, on the national level, that they would do it? Those types of people absolutely exist in our government. They would absolutely pull that trigger if they could. They would absolutely do what Justin Trudeau is doing right now. Right now, they would enact their own Emergencies Act. And it's only because we have a constitution and a court system in place to uphold that constitution why that hasn't happened yet. It's only because the founding fathers put an emphasis on individual states to govern themselves and limited the power of the federal government why that hasn't happened yet. Thank God for that. But no, I, I know, I, I don't cover a lot of international news typically, and I'm, you know, I guess Canada isn't really international news. It's news outside of the country. But this is absolutely relevant to what's going on in our country right now. This is absolutely relevant for what's coming down the pipeline. And people need to start paying attention to that. People need to wake up for that. And we need to be supporting these truckers as best we freaking can. No, all, no, all jokes aside, we need to be supporting these truckers as best we can. In whatever way we can. We need to draw light on what's going on up there. We need to stand with them and protest if we can. And I'm not giving medical advice. I am not giving medical advice. And I don't even know if that's going to be good enough. I might still get pulled off of YouTube for this. I don't know. But I am not giving medical advice. But I am saying that individual liberties are worth standing up for, worth supporting, worth giving money for, worth put, taking a certain amount of risk for. They have to be. They have to be. Otherwise, we don't have anything left. But in any event, that's what's going on in Canada today. Uh, I would certainly encourage you, if you are the praying type, to pray for those truckers up there and pray for their cause and to do whatever small part you may be able to do uh, to support that cause as well. But in any event, we're moving on.
Vroom, vroom, vroom. Today, so I have exciting story to tell about beautiful new Ford Mustang car. And inside car, boy and mother and shopping bag. And inside bag, box of post rice crinkles. And inside box of post rice crinkles? Wow, Mom! Boy, oh boy! There's a Mustang car inside the rice crinkles! Oh no, dear. The rice crinkles are inside our Mustang. But there is a Mustang inside the rice crinkles. Oh, there is a Mustang inside the rice crinkles. A Mustang, just like ours. And so, sugary rice crinkles give happy ending to story. Boy, get Mustang. Mm. You do too, inside post rice crinkles. Collect them all, convertible, hardtop, and fastback. Race with your friends. You go vroom vroom when you get Mustang car free inside post rice crinkles. All right, now for some good news, because I guess we really need some. Um, there was a campaign advertisement put out recently by Vicki Hartzler, a uh, Republican U.S. Senator, um, that was just awesome. I mean, she's coming under a lot of fire for this right now, but it was freaking awesome. Let's watch that real quick, shall we? Meet William Thomas, ranked number 462 in men's swimming. Meet Leah Thomas, ranked number one in women's swimming. Only one problem, it's the same person. Some people are afraid to talk about it, not me. I'm Vicki Hartzler, I ran and coached girls track and I won't look away while woke liberals destroy women's sports. Women's sports are for women, not men pretending to be women. I'm Vicki Hartzler, I approve this message. Yes, yes, 150% Yes, women's sports are for women. And the idea that there aren't men out there who are so wildly insecure that they wouldn't pretend to be suffering from uh, gender dysphoria in order to hop into the women's league and get themselves a couple of trophies and you know medals and all that, the idea that those kind of men don't exist, that's ridiculous. They absolutely exist. Is this what's happening with Leah Thomas? I don't know. I don't particularly care. You know what I care about? I care about the young girls right now who bust their butt all throughout their school career, all throughout their sports career, to be the best of the best in their league, right? And who are depending on sports-related scholarships in order to get into the schools that they're looking to get into. And for them to have all of that hard work erased, to have all of the sacrifice erased, to have all of the scholarships that they desperately need taken away from them because of assholes like Leah Thomas. All right? And yes, I say asshole because that is what that dude is. And he is a dude, okay? Yeah, anybody who goes from 456 or whatever it was in the men's league up to number one in the women's and rob women of all of these opportunities, they are not a good person. They just aren't. You know, transgender or not, I don't really care. You're a biological man. You're a man, right? You compete with the men. It's that simple. It should be that simple. And it speaks to the... Honestly, the, the degradation of the overall feminist movement, right? That it is now eating itself, right? Right? It, it used to be, um, or at least it might have been, honestly, I don't know if it was ever actually a good thing, but, you know, the idea that, you know, women are, you know, equals to men and the, we need to elevate women, we need to get them out in the workforce and fight for equal pay and all that crap to women are better than men um, and that men are scum and that women can do everything and every everything and anything, um, to now, women no longer exist. If a man says that he's a woman, he's a woman, and he's the best woman that's ever lived. It's like, 
Your movement is cannibalizing itself. You can't have a feminist movement without women. And if you say women don't exist, then what are you fighting for? I mean, honest to God, these, these feminazis, as Rush Limbaugh liked to say, right, will go after this U.S. senator, right? They'll go after her, right? They'll rip her apart. But Leah Thomas taking these, these scholarships, taking these achievements away from these young women, is it's nothing? It's, it's all the more power to her? Are you insane? <laughs> the answer is yes, yes. The radically, radically insane, ridiculous people, 100%. Um, but this, this kind of advertisement, this kind of outspoken support of womanhood, that's something that's really needed right now. And it's needed in particular from women. I can complain about it all I want. And it amounts about the same to me talking about racial issues, right? Being a white guy, I don't have the credibility to talk about this crap. No. But when, you know, when, it, when it comes to the, the matter of the transgender issue, it's really an issue that can only be solved by women because they are the ones that are being erased from existence, right? By this whole movement. They are the ones who are suffering the consequences, right? Men still exist, you might notice, right? There aren't a whole lot of women who are suffering gender dysphoria who are then transitioning into men, or none that are mainstream in any sort of way, right? You don't really hear about, uh, you know, a woman going into the men's league, right, and, uh, you know, getting all sorts of outspoken support because they're not going to wildly succeed there. But a man can do that, right? A man can say that he's a woman going to the women's league, and it's a big deal, and it's getting all sorts of publicity, publicity and we need to support this. So men still exist, but women don't unless it's a man who says he's a woman, right? So this is really an issue that women need to rally, rally behind and get behind and start uh, getting outspoken in their support like this U.S. Senator. We need a lot more of that. We need a lot more of the J.K. Rowlings out there, 150% if it's going to get fixed. But nevertheless, this uh, political ad certainly was uh, rewarding, I would say. Um, in any event, let's move on. So, um... Just a little societal update for you here. Seth Rogen is an actor. Some say a comedian. I never really understood that myself. Um, he's not a good comedic actor by any means. Um, but I think it's Family Guy who, who summed up just what Seth Rogen is the best. Okay, what's next? This is the Seth Rogen gene. It will give you the appearance of being funny even though you haven't actually done anything funny. Hey, Doc, are we going to be much longer? i got to get some beers with the fellows before I go out on this date. <laughs> How charming and chubby. I'm rooting for you. Right? He's a guy who's, who people claim is funny for saying nothing that's really funny at all. Um, but uh, anyways, he had, uh, he had some comments about the declining viewership of the Oscars. And uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't wrong. It wasn't wrong. Let's... Uh, Let's see what he had to say for that. He said, I don't get why movie people care so much if other people care what awards we give ourselves. <laughs> to me, maybe people just don't care. That is easily the most enlightened thing I've ever heard that man say in my life. Yes, I never understood the infatuation with the Academy Awards or the Oscars. And then after a while, most of America realized, hey, we don't really care about this either. Especially, uh, we don't care about being preached at by a bunch of multi-millionaire actors and actresses who have no idea what it's like living our lives in the first place, telling us how to run it better and all that. Yeah, we don't care about that. We don't want to see that. Um, 
That being said, you know, Seth Rogen, is he right on this? Absolutely, 150%. Is he still a piece of crap? Absolutely, 150%. He spent over a decade making movies with James Franco that were politically incorrect, to say the least, only for him to come out last year and uh, throw James Franco under the bus and, you know, apologize for making these movies and yada, yada, yada. I mean, he's just afraid that he's going to get consumed by the woke crowd, because he will, eventually. There's no grace amongst the woke crowd. If you've sinned in the past, it doesn't matter if it was yesterday or 100 years before yesterday, they're going to come, they're going to eat you, and uh, if you bend the knee, they're just going to chop your head off. Um, Gina Carano definitely had it right, uh, to say the least, not allowing yourself to be canceled. But um, no, some rare but inspiring words from Seth Rogen. Uh, yeah, I guess I guess that's a thing. <laughs> Good Lord. Good Lord. Um, finally. Moving on. Okay, so for our last little tidbit of news for the day, I figured I would do something in the realm of culture, namely how our culture in the US is going downhill fast. Um, so Adidas, you know, the, the shoe company, and they make sportswear and whatnot, they put out a post advertising their new um, line of sports bras. They put out a post on Twitter, and uh, here it is. Now, if you're wondering why this picture, why this post is entirely blurred out, I'll let you know right now. It's because on that blurred out post is a collage of 25 pairs of breasts. And I'm not talking about like 25 women wearing sports bras. I am talking about 25 snapshots of uh, women's bare breasts all up on a collage on this post meant to advertise sports bras. That is an actual thing. It's, I think it's called shock marketing. I know I was rather shocked um, by it, uh, but let's see Adidas's rationalization for this. Bring up the post again one more time. So we believe women's breasts in all shapes and sizes deserve support and comfort, which is why our new sports bra range contains 43 styles so everyone can find the right fit for them. That was them explaining why, why an advertisement for sports bras had a bunch of boobs without any bras on. Um, you know, I just, I gotta admit, I would like to meet the mad genius who convinced the feminist movement that it is somehow a symbol of empowerment to get naked and show your boobs. Um, <laughs> just like, like, honest to God, I don't understand how you're sticking it to the patriarchy. It's like, oh no, don't show us your breasts, please. Anything but that, it would, it would just be awful. But no, like, what mad genius convinced the libtard morons in the feminist movement that this is a symbol of empowerment? What mad genius convinced the morons at Adidas that somehow advertising sports bras necessitates photos of bare-breasted women? This is insane. It's, um, it is, it is absolutely hysterical. Um, on a on a personal note, though, it is absolutely degrading towards women and uh, absolutely symbolic of just the the gradual slide downhill uh, that we've taken as a culture and continue to take as a culture with uh, nonsense like this. But um, in any event, 
Um, in any event, Adidas has just lost its freaking mind. Honest to God, I don't know what the hell this is. Like, just seeing that post out of context, you would think it was like an advertisement for, for, uh, for a porn site or or for Playboy or, or some shit. I don't know what that has to do with anything. Honest to God. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that wraps up our episode for today. But we will be back next Monday with a brand new episode and with some smaller stuff before that, so definitely keep an eye out on the channel. Speaking of which, we are going to be releasing a new movie review. I know, I know, we, we hadn't done one in a while. Uh, our, uh, our esteemed colleague, Patty O'Stool Sample, is back from his sabbatical, and he is going to be reviewing Don't Look Up, a movie that has been nominated at the Academy Awards for Best Picture for some reason. Um, but uh, in any event, that is going to be releasing Friday, so keep an eye out for that. Hit the little notification button if you hadn't already. Please subscribe, like, comment if you can. And, uh, well, I guess that's everything. Stay safe, guys. Stay informed, and uh, God bless. We'll catch you next time.